Hello and welcome back to the Grace Fields Wife podcast. I'm so happy to have you guys here again. Uh, if you don't know me, my name is Beatrice Vargas and I am your host. A little personal update. I'm fully recovered from my little bout of COVID, with COVID. That was surely uh, no fun. Me and the family, were all feeling better and I'm thankful to be able to hug my kids again and just be out in the world, even if it is still with a mask for now, right? The benefit, I always look at the silver lining in things, right? Like, okay, God, what, what can I get out of this that was a blessing? So the blessing and all that was that I was able to get the time I needed to complete, almost complete, the course. And we are one week away from learning all about what the Grace-Fueled Marriage Method is. That'll be the next episode. I will tell you guys all about it. It's going to be fun. There'll be a giveaway and all the good things. So since I've been so busy with the course, I haven't had any time really to take on any new coaching clients, but that will be opening up soon for the end of April. And I'm really excited about that. So if you're interested in booking a spot, email me at Beatrice at thegracefieldwife.com to set something up. I have very few spots open because I really have to be strict with my time and my my boundaries. So there's very few spots that I can take on, but that will be opening up for the end of April. But that's what the course will do, right? That's going to help people at scale. So I'm really excited. And again, we'll talk about that next week. So this week, my friends, we are talking about how to stop an argument before it starts. Mm, Good stuff. Let's get into this week's episode. Welcome to the Grace Fields Wife Podcast. My name is Beatrice Vargas, and my mission is to improve the quality of marriages by helping us learn to be fueled with grace. Are you sitting in a marriage that feels empty? Are you struggling to reignite the passion and love you once shared with your husband? Are you at a crossroads of leaving and repair, but you're constantly reminded of your promise to God to stay true? Or maybe things haven't even gotten that bad yet. Maybe you don't argue that often, but since you barely connect anymore, you've started to give up hope of ever being happily married again. You might have contemplated or even fantasized about what it would be like to leave. Maybe you're telling yourself that you're just sticking it out for the kids. If this is you, I've been there. My story is your story. I want to help you heal and reignite your marriage while still believing in the promise God gave you. I want you to stay with me, learn from me, internalize the grace, guidance, and interviews so that you can become the Gracefield Wife. You can learn more and connect with me directly on Instagram at the Gracefield Wife. Now let's dig in to today's show. So this episode came from an experience in my own life, as it often does, and I felt the Holy Spirit speak to me while it was happening. I realized this was going to be a teachable moment. So have you ever had one of those moments where you say something and you immediately see the comment is going to cause an argument? The words are out of your mouth and you can't put them back. Now you see the ball rolling down the hill and you don't know how to make it stop. 
You think backpedaling might make it worse. And you know, if you keep talking, you're going to make it worse because the thing that triggered you to make the snide comment is still there. So instead you freeze and you don't say anything because you're not sure how to make it any better. Yep. Welcome to my life. I've done that more times than I care to admit. But the good thing about having made lots of mistakes in the past is being able to learn from them. So now I can teach all of you how not to make the same mistake or even how to stop making the same mistake. So how do we do it? How do we stop an argument before it starts? I'm going to give you an acronym to help you remember this because it could save a lot of grief and fighting in the future. And after all, that's what we're here for, isn't it? So the acronym is LAST, L-A-S-T, LAST, because in the end, that's what we want in our marriages. We want them to last. So the first letter, L, stands for LEAD. Lead with the apology. This means to be humble in this instance. I know you made the comment because you were pissed at something he did, right? But remember, we are trying to stop the argument before it starts. We want to stop the ball from rolling and gaining so much momentum that it causes damage down the hill later. You'll have the opportunity to say your piece, so so just stick with me. We're going to lead with the apology. That's L, lead with the apology. Now, the thing is that this apology should be an effective one, not just a huffy like, sorry, to check a box and get it over with. So if you need a lesson on how to craft an effective apology, check out episode 47. I've added a link to that in the show notes just in case, but if you want to continue listening on whatever platform you're already on, it's episode number 47, so you could just scroll back to that. In that episode, I go through all the different ways that we can craft an apology and how, uh, what components of the apology will make it more effective and how you can actually figure out what type of apology is effective for your husband. It's a lot of information, so I'm not going to go over all of it again. So go ahead and check out episode number 47. We are going to do that, right? So letter L, we're going to lead with the apology. A, that's ask. So first you're going to lead with the apology, but then you are going to ask not to be interrupted. So how many times when we get in an argument, we're upset about something and our spouse wants to jump right in and say his piece? Because maybe, just maybe, you were wrong in the situation and he wants to tell you about it. And you're left feeling unheard because he's so insistent about telling you how you were wrong. Now, yes, it is possible to be wrong, but still have a point or still have something to say, right? Something that hurt us, which we reacted to, something that we want to get off our chest. We all know that marriage is two imperfect people coming together. You will both be wrong a lot, right? So what makes the difference between a healthy and an unhealthy marriage is being able to stop and say, I was wrong, aka leading with the apology, then I was hurt when... 
So if we ask not to be interrupted, it gives us the opportunity to express our interests without our spouses telling us why we were wrong. Because when we ask not to be interrupted, it gives us the opportunity to express our interests without our spouses telling us why we were wrong. Besides, we've already apologized and owned up to our wrong, which essentially disarms him anyway. By asking not to be interrupted, you're letting him know that he'll get a chance to speak. You just need to voice your concern or frustration. In essence, you're saying you can have the last word. How much humility does that take? But let me just say this. After you ask not to be interrupted, you will state your request. So that brings us to S. We have L, lead with the apology. A, ask not to be interrupted. And S, state your request. You've already apologized and acknowledged why you were wrong. Then you've asked not to be interrupted for this part, the part of stating your request. This is where you get to say your piece. But caution, you have to be careful with your wording here or the argument will continue to spiral out of control. The request should focus on your interests and not take a position. Interest statements would be a neutral, non-accusatory statement that focuses on what's important to you. I'll probably give a whole lesson on this in another episode because, again, that's a lot of information for one episode. But in the meantime, remember this. Rather than say something like, you always do that. Why do you never remember our anniversary versus versus when you forgot our anniversary i felt unloved and insignificant i would like to feel like you care do you see how the second statement is still stating your interest and what's important to you but it's doing it in a less accusatory and combative tone here's another example you're always late you're so irresponsible that's a positional statement Saying something like, it's really important to me to be on time is going to give the same information without being accusatory and it's going to, more importantly, get to the heart of what is important to you. When we express our interests, it makes it hard for the other party to argue because we're not attacking them. We're not accusing them or anything. We're, we're letting them know what interests are important to us and oftentimes those interests are the same as theirs. Think about it. You just went through all the trouble to L, lead with the apology. A, ask not to be interrupted. And S, state your request. So don't ruin it at this point with the way you state it. Remember my episode on Cherish versus Champion? That's episode number 54. Again, I can link that in the show notes, but in case you just want to scroll back, episode number 54. Your husband wants to feel like you're on his side, like you're on his team. How can you state your request in a way that conveys that message but still honors your feelings and interests? For the guys listening, you're going to state your request in a way that your wife knows you still cherish her, even when she upsets you. And yes, ladies, we do have some guys who listen to the show. I say it every week, but here on The Grace Fields Wife, we work on giving our husbands love and grace while still honoring our own boundaries and interests. We're not learning to be doormats. 
but rather wives who are supportive and partners. We're learning to be the wives that God has called us to be. The last letter is T. T stands for tell. Tell him you love him or show him in whatever way his love language would dictate. But the point is, let him know you don't want to fight, that you love him, that you're on the same team, that you're his champion, but also that you need to feel cherished. By using this formula, you should be able to diffuse all the little arguments before they start. So to recap, L, we're going to lead with the apology. A, we're going to ask not to be interrupted. S, we are going to state our requests, rather our interests. And T, we're going to tell them we love them. How does that work for you? I want you guys to try it out. Let this be a challenge for this week, right? Let's do let's do a challenge and let me know how it goes. A last challenge. So we're going to do a last L-A-S-T challenge this week. Let me know how it goes over on IG or Facebook. That is the place where I can interact with you guys the most. You can send me a DM or hop into my Facebook group, the Grace Fields Wives Club. And let's talk about it because I really, I honestly, I tried this. So it's not like, oh, she's just making things up. Like she's just making up these random words. No, literally I tried it. Like I said at the top of the episode, this comes from something that in my own life I was experiencing. I made a comment and I could see the look on my husband's face and I was like, oh Lord, we are going to argue. And hopefully that argument does not last for three days. But what I was able to do is these steps. I know him and I know that leading with the apology is important to him because I'm usually quick to run and say my piece. And I'm usually quick to say, I was upset when you hurt me when blah, 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 blah. But then I forget the part about just simply apologizing. And after I've exhausted everything that I'm upset about and I expect him to turn around and and really just believe it (laughs) I find out that the whole time he's like all you had to do was apologize and this would have been done so I've learned to lead with the apology because quite frankly for anybody I feel like this is universal for anybody if you lead with the apology knowing that okay maybe your comment was a little snide maybe it was a little off you were a little snippy in your tone and whatever it is that you said if you just apologize for it, then you, you really, you're just, I mentioned before, you're, you're disarming him. He's like, oh, okay. So if you just apologize and then say, I'm just going to ask for the next five minutes. I just don't want to be interrupted. I just need to say what's on my mind. Most likely your husband will honor that. You've already apologized and you're just calmly and sweetly and politely, whatever, whatever, tone of voice that works for your husband and you ask not to be interrupted and then at that point you you state what the interests are you know and here's a a really quick side note understand that just because you apologize doesn't necessarily make it better right 
Think about your husband and every time he upsets you, if he did the same thing over and over and just apologized for it and expected you to forgive him because, well, I said sorry. I mean, that, that wouldn't hold much weight. So when we apology, apologize, apologies really need to be coupled with action, right? Or some form of repentance. So whatever it is that you did or said that upset him, if you know what it was, you're really going to make it a point to not do it again. So just understand that that idea of lead with the apology, that's not an excuse to abuse the grace, right? Just like it's not an excuse for us. The the fact that God gives us grace is not an excuse for us to to abuse it. Same idea. So you're not going to abuse whatever uh, goodwill or grace that your husband might have because you're leading with the apology. However, once you lead with the apology and you ask not to be interrupted, you can then say something that might sound like this. Babe, I was really sorry about what happened. And then usually that's when he's going to go to jump in <laughs> and say his piece. And then you can politely say, hold on, I just want to say this without being interrupted. And then you can speak. And that's the ask not to be interrupted part. And then the state your request part would sound something like, you know, when you made that comment in the kitchen, it really made me feel like you don't care. And it's important to me to know that you care. You see how that makes a difference in the approach? And then it's, I, I love you, babe. I really do. And I don't want to fight. I just wanted to let you know why that was upsetting to me. All of a sudden, you've just like completely whatever that ball was rolling down the hill that I talked about, like you've completely taken that and you've, you've, you stopped it, slowed it down, put a wedge in front of it. Because at that point, unless your husband's just crazy or narcissistic or, you know, maybe what it is, whatever it was that you said really, really hurt him deeply, you've taken the comment and instead of saying, I'm ready to fight, you've kind of humbled yourself and backed down and said, I don't want to fight. This is where that comment came from. Now you have to understand, he might not just let it go. He might come back and, and let you know why he was upset. But then you can have a real discussion about it. And now you're having a grown-up discussion versus an angry, blown-up argument. And after all, no one thinks... Or if you guys think, then I, I think maybe you're in the wrong place. But I don't think anybody expects that our marriages are going to just be lovely and perfect and just never have any arguments or any discussions. No, that's what a good marriage is about. We are. We are going to have heated, healthy discussions. And sometimes they don't need to be so heated. So this little formula, the last LAST formula, this is just going to turn down the heat a little bit on our discussions so that they can be more healthy and productive and imagine even transformative in our marriages. I mean, that's when I've had the most transformative conversations in our marriages where we we're really growing by leaps and bounds. So again, try this. I can't wait to hear how it goes. I love you guys and I will See you next week over here on the podcast. Hey, love, thank you for listening to today's show. If you found any value 
in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star review and shared it with a friend or someone else who needed to hear this today. This is really the best way you can thank me. It helps me to get the word out to other women just like you. See you next week.